Hi, and welcome to The Gist. The start of a new year is often the time when we resolve to take better care of our health. But before we know it, our health goals can take a backseat as we deal with the busyness of life. We may get away with it for a while, maybe relying on luck or good genes or youth, but sooner or later, health issues start cropping up for everyone. So over the next few weeks, let's examine the elements of health we can control and the benefits we reap by putting our well-being first. Let's start with sleep. While we all know the importance of sleep, most of us are guilty of prioritizing almost everything else. But our body's own internal clock or circadian rhythm, which comes from the Latin words circa, meaning around, and diem, meaning day, is finely tuned. Disrupting it can result in significant cognitive impairment and impact a whole host of other health factors. This has become more of an issue at a time when a lot of us across the socioeconomic spectrum are spending more and more time in front of screens glowing with blue light, which is known to impede the melatonin production we need for sleep, starting at about three hours before we fall asleep. However, there are a small subset of people for whom melatonin is released later. These are the so-called night owls. And a subset of night owls are also short sleepers who possess a gene that allows them to function normally on fewer than seven hours sleep. Sadly, I'm not one of them. For most of us, our circadian rhythm appears to be slightly more than 24 hours, which means that we can easily get out of sync if there aren't any external cues like the sun. But even without such cues from the natural environment, we can regulate our sleep by trying to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day, regardless of whether it's a weekday or a weekend. We can cheat a little and get at most an extra hour of shut-eye on the weekends, but anything more than that really messes up our body clocks. This is a tall order with our overscheduled lives, but pays huge dividends for our long-term health. Interestingly, even something as simple as the orientation of a bedroom window can impact conditions such as depression. For instance, psychiatrist Francesco Beneditti and colleagues noticed that hospital patients with rooms that had eastern views were discharged earlier than those in rooms that faced west. In a similar manner, some people experience low moods during the winter months but feel better in seasons with more sunlight. This condition is so prevalent that it's been described as seasonal affective disorder or SAD. Time zones which of course are a human designed way of organizing time based on geography, also create problems for sleep and health because they don't always align cleanly to local sunset and sunrise times. For instance, those who live in the eastern end of a given time zone seem to experience more health benefits than those who live on the western end, who often wake up later and experience fewer hours of sunlight during the day. Although sleep remains a bit of a mystery, it's something that practically all animals, perhaps even most organisms, engage in. It's that critical to survival. 
There's some experimental evidence for sleep's role in long-term memory formation and learning, as well as immune response, and intriguingly, managing so-called free oxygen or free radicals in the body. The latter are oxygen molecules which are missing an electron, and in their quest to find another, end up damaging cells throughout the body. Oxygenation in our bodies is not that different than, say, rusting in your metal pots at home. It happens as a result of substances that we consume while simply breathing, drinking, and eating. Free radicals have been implicated in everything from cancer to aging. And in research on sleep deprivation in fruit flies conducted by Dragana Royulia and colleagues, Loss of sleep appears to lead to accumulation of the reactive oxygen species, or ROS, in the guts of these fruit flies. When the researchers added antioxidants to their diet, the level of ROS fell and the flies lived longer, despite not getting any more sleep. So it would seem that sleep plays some role in the body's management of oxidation levels, along with countless other functions. Another unexpected result from sleep studies has been the discovery that our organs, as well as a variety of cellular processes, follow separate circadian rhythms. And sleep appears to let the organs slow down and rest at regular intervals. For instance, in the mornings, the levels of various hormones rise in the blood, including cortisol, which, among other things, helps to regulate blood sugar and overall metabolism, as well as heart rate, blood pressure, and the production of digestive enzymes. This has led scientists to suggest that it may be optimal to eat a big breakfast when our digestive system is primed to do the most work, a slightly smaller lunch, and a relatively small dinner within an 8 to 12 hour window and ideally not eating anything during the few hours before bed. As the old saying goes, eat breakfast like a king, eat lunch like a prince, and eat dinner like a pauper. Clearly, sleep is the bedrock of good health for all of us. So take some time to examine your sleep patterns and habits and whether they're serving you well. How does your energy level or mood change based on how well rested you feel? What times in the day do you feel the most alert and focused? Do you need to develop a better sleep routine at night? And what do you need to drop from your day to make more time for sleep? Let's head into this new year with a fresh commitment to sleep and putting some shut eye at the top of our to-do lists. On that note, wishing you a great week ahead. Be well and see you next time on The Gist.